Recently, our resident sceptic, Neil, sent me an email with a link to a newspaper article talking about how scientists in Ukraine have spotted several UFOs in recent times. He suggested that maybe this would be a good topic for us to discuss here on the show, and I absolutely agree with him 100%. Now, this week's episode is dedicated to our Explorer of the Week, Dee Nandwani. It is thanks to Dee and people like Dee who have subscribed to our Patreon that has enabled us to keep going with this show for as long as we have. So thank you. Thank you to each and every one of our patrons, of course, but especially this week's Explorer of the Week, Dee Nandwani. Aliens Explored is a weekly podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Hello, listeners, and welcome to Aliens Explored, your weekly look at the mysterious skies and all the conspiracies around them. My name is Neil Kelly. I'm one of your one of your hosts and my name is Stu Jackson I'm your other host and this is a this is our final topic episode for the time being so, it uh, is it is before we take our sabbatical so yeah no, the, the the end of a great era <laughs> well not, not yet, just a, a pause a pause while we we regroup Yes. Um, so yeah, just uh, in case you missed our last week's episode, um, Neil and I are going to be taking a break after episode one one six. So this is one one five. So you've got one more episode next week, and then we're uh, well, basically we're just busy, busy people at the moment, aren't we, Neil? We are. Yeah, um, which, which is, is which is nice. Good. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a good thing, yeah. As as we said before, we we started this during lockdown when we had absolutely nothing going on and couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything. And this was a, a nice way to, well, a nice thing to get going. And it's it's mm-hmm. it's um yeah, we, I've been quite surprised how how far it's gone. Really, it's, pleasantly um, surprised. It's become. Certainly, for me, a major, major part of my life. Mm. Really big part of my life. Would you say the same? Or, um, yeah, yeah, I would say that. 
I mean, I know you just. Yeah. I mean, you just. I know. I just pop in wrong. and give me give <laughs> my give my two cents worth. But you yeah, yeah I, I did go in the episode. I I do all the admin yeah. sort of stuff mm. in the background and the technical stuff and everything. I, I just turn up, you know. But <laughs> I produce. I produce it. Yes. Me too. Um, but yeah. So so yeah. So I suppose it. Like we'll do an episode like like this today. And then mm. I'll be listening back to the episode multiple times as I edit it. Mm. Um, and then, of course, I'll be doing the write-up for the description. And, yeah, so, yeah, it, it all. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so that's uh, that's a bit of news. If you're one of our Patreon members, then uh, just so you're aware, um, the uh, October payment, that was your last one. There will be no payments coming out for November. So, yeah. Uh, so for everyone else, uh, you've missed the boat for now with the Patreon. For now. For now. For now. Never, say, uh, never say never. But... Never say never. Uh, yeah. So we are we are indeed hoping to pick this up again. We just, we don't know when. Don't no. know where, don't know when. Anyway, but there will be next week's episode. You won't want to miss that because uh, Neil and I will be getting very emotional as we just mm-hmm. share our thoughts over the whole thing um, and our opinions. It'll be a non-topic discussion. Mm. But today's a topic discussion. And uh, so, so Neil, a... I mean, you you tell us what we're talking about today because you're the one who switched me on to it. Um, yes, I noticed a newspaper article in the Metro, which is a, a free newspaper given out to commuters in the morning. Um, in the, I don't know, it, it's certainly London. I don't know if it goes beyond London. I've only um, ever known it to be in London. Yeah. Um, and the headline there's a, was there's an, there's an evening version as well, isn't there? There's a what, sir? An evening version. So there's a morning version and an evening version. Um, well, usually I'll pick up the metro on the way to work, and I'll pick up the evening standard on the way back. Now, the evening standard is a long-standing newspaper that you used to have to buy. Now it's um like the metro; it's funded by advertising, so you just pick up a free copy, and mm. usually I just pick up a copy to to. He'd do the crossword on the tube on my short <laughs> journey on the tube. Um, but then I spotted this article um, with the headline Scientists in Ukraine say they've spotted several UFOs. Mm. Well, um, yeah, so that's interesting. I mean, the fact that that, that people are even looking at that, <laughs> you imagine the situation in Ukraine right now. Um, you see something in the sky that you don't recognise, you're going to dive for cover, aren't you? Yeah. That was my initial yeah. thought as well. I, th- I thought, actually, no, they're going to be looking at the skies at the moment. But mm. the fact it's scientists, that's not quite what's happened here, is it? Um, no, I mean, obviously, there's an awful lot of people in the, in the Ukrainian military scanning the skies for... Um, Anything that isn't their own aircraft, but this is but, more. Uh, um, it, it's not so sun. much watching the skies over the Ukraine. This is uh, an observatory mm. uh, outside Kiev. 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 It used to be, used to be called Kiev, um, but when the war started, it was pointing out that's the Russian pronunciation, so we don't call it Kiev anymore. We call it Kiev. Kiev. Uh, so I now have Kiev. my chicken Kievs. 
yeah. uh, later, yes. Um, mm. So, yeah, Kiev. Um, so this is their, Kiev's main astronomical observatory. Hmm. And these scientists, I mean, they're just described as scientists in the metro. I'm guessing they're astronomers. Um, yeah, it says um, a public, the paper, a paper published in coordination of the country's National Academy of Science and Kiev's main astronomical observatory. Mm. Details sightings of unknown objects in the skies. Well, until very recently, Kiev was pretty much under siege. Uh, with the enemy at the gates, they've been they've been pushed back a bit now. Um, but yeah, I'd imagine there were all sorts of things in the sky that they really didn't want to have in the sky. But my my um, my understanding of this particular report is it's not a recent thing. This has been happening for a long period of time. Okay, that's predating not the war. Um, I didn't pick that up. I thought. Um, in, I'm, in, I'm going to say that's the impression I've got. It doesn't actually say, does it? Doesn't no, it doesn't. Say. And that is what leads me to be. So the Metro, obviously, mm. because they're selling advertising, they want headlines and stories mm. that will catch the attention. And, of course, the Ukraine is big news. If they'd have started with, now, prior to the war, this observatory has been watching the skies for the last mm. 10 years that's of less interest to there are things mm. flying over the sky in the Ukraine that people can't answer. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, and the fact it's now a proper scientific report that has taken place, mm. that sound, that doesn't sound like an associated with the war thing to me. So I am making mm. assumptions. I, I will hold my hands yeah. up. No, the the tone of the article seemed to be very much that you know these these things have appeared like maybe they're observing the war or there's something to do with the war. Um, it, of course, it, it mentions that the, the Pentagon has long speculated that some UFOs could be well. They're always going to worry that it's advanced technology from foreign militaries like China and Russia. Yes, and this year they even set up a new UFO hunting agency called the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office or AARO, and I looked it up. They announced it on the 15th of July, 2022. Mm -hmm. um, they, basically, they've renamed and expanded the scope of the Airborne Object Identification and Management Group, um, known as the AOIMSG. And it's now the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, the AARO. Because um, you've got objects. It's not just airborne. There are objects mm. in space. There are um, objects that go into water. We we know that. Mm. We've seen the footage of that. Uh, we've heard the reports from the Pentagon. So all domain might mean might mean it's land based. It might mean it's water based. It's yeah. Might be in space. They they do they do mention um, it, it, it includes anomalous identified space airborne submerged and transmedium objects which I assume means objects that can go in in air and under sea. Yes, oh. yes, that's exactly what it means. Is is it can go from one to another? I mean, transmedium mm. would be spaceborne and airborne. 
Yeah, so when you think about it, the space shuttle is a transmedium aircraft. Um, but so is um, an amphibious car. Yes. You can go yes, on land and on water, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, and there, there was, however, a really, really fascinating quote from one of the scientists in this article. Hmm. Who said that you know they've been looking basically at the at the skies as an observatory does, and hmm. they have seen and I'll quote a significant number of objects whose nature is not clear. A hmm. significant number of objects. That's well, saying, quite telling. Yeah, um, they're saying you're yeah, given that there's an ongoing war. Um, it's entirely possible that these objects could be missiles or rockets, but the paper says, you know, their nature is not clear. And they, they've they've categorised them, haven't they, as um, depending on how they appeared. Luminous mm. ones were called cosmics, and the darker ones were called phantoms. Um, they'd also name the objects after birds like swift falcon, eagle, and so on. Yes. Um, yes. Now these objects were spotted at an altitude of. 1,170 kilometers mm-hmm. flashing for one hundredth of a second at an average of 20 hertz. Um, I find that, uh, that doesn't really mean much to me. Um, the paper didn't elaborate on what the objects were, they, they just that they moved at great speed. So phantoms observed in the troposphere, 10 to 12 kilometers, um, estimate their size from 3 to 12 meters, that's pretty small, and speeds up to 15 kilometers per second. Mm. So, moving pretty fast, but not faster than a a missile could go. I don't. I don't think three to twelve meters. Yeah, would be. I mean, well, I don't know if any. Oh no, no, twelve meter size missiles. That would be. Hmm. Um, the troposphere. Now, which one is that? Um, that's quite high up. Oh, it says distances at ten to twelve kilometers. Well, I thought no. I don't, I don't know if that's that's right. Maybe is is the troposphere an, an area that aircraft can go into, or or do you need some or, or apart from highly specialised aircraft? Maybe do, do spy planes go into the troposphere? I don't know. Um. So yeah, actually, the lowest region, the troposphere, is the lowest region. It's what we're in. Okay. Um, so you, it, yeah, it goes up to a height of about six to ten kilometers usually. So in fact, okay. uh, where they say ten to twelve kilometers, that's that's heading into the stratosphere. Hmm. That's why I've never heard of the troposphere. Is because we're in it. <laughs> we just live in it. We don't think of it as an anything sphere. Exactly. In the exactly. atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, so they're quite low nature. Yeah. It, it's it's intriguing. Um, mm. Given how low they are, given the fact that they're not that fast when it comes to UFOs, it is. I am starting to question the whole. Yeah, I dismissed it as missiles. Mm. And and things like that earlier, um, 
I'm reconsidering that dismissal now. Um, they certainly. I would have thought that um, they would know in any known weapon systems. They would know what they look like, and what we've seen from the Russian um, special operations in Ukraine is they don't really seem to have much in the way of superior technology. If if anything, it's it's the NATO armed Ukrainian forces who are outgunning the Russians with with more advanced weaponry. I mean it's still travelling I'm I'm saying it, you know, it's not travelling that fast. That's mm. still um what is it, three to twelve oh, fifteen kilometers a second. I mean that's still mm. That's pretty damn fast. And let's not forget, observatories are built and designed to monitor almost stationary objects. Mm. Not quite stationary, but, yeah, um, almost stationary. Or so far away as to appear stationary, even though they're travelling at thousands of miles Uh, an hour. Yes, yes. Uh, So something low down, moving that fast, would they be able to capture it? Now... It's also said that um, these uh, these UFOs have been um, detected by colour cameras in daytime, which I mm. found odd. So I was thinking of an, an observatory as just studying the stars and things like that. It doesn't occur to me that they'll just have mm. cameras pointing, you know, <laughs> pointing yeah. upwards looking at birds and things. Um, <laughs> that doesn't... <clears throat> Um, and of course, um, the, the photo in that accompanies this article saying the paper describes findings made at NAS's main astronomical observatory in Kiev and a village south of Kiev. Um, and it shows what looks like um, a, a hill outside a, a town in, in England with a, with a flying saucer over it, straight out of a 1950s sci fi. Uh, yes, that is a mock-up. Uh, that's yeah. not an actual genuine photo of a, of a flying no. saucer. That's, yeah. Mm. But again, like, um, I mean, to be fair, I, I, I do the Aliens Explore Twitter, and mm. I've discovered that if you put an image uh, with it, even if it's not necessarily that heavily related... Um, Mm. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, When we talked about Project Aurora, Mm. um, when when I I put out the Aliens Explored Twitter um, article about that, about that episode, I put, actually it was was an image of uh, the Blackbird. Mm. Um, (laughs) uh, Someone actually came on Twitter, it's like, had a, no, I didn't have a go, but uh, was um, was critical. Was critical, yes. <laughs> yeah. And and to be fair, basically they'd looked at the photo, assumed that's what we were talking about, and yeah. But uh, mm. so don't always uh, associate the photo and the article. Is the mm. uh, takeaway with that? In fact, especially in a tabloid newspaper. <laughs> yeah, a tabloid yeah. newspaper. It's, yeah. I mean, they've also got a uh, an image. Um, one of the ones that was released by the Pentagon in the middle of the article as well. Mm. Of, uh, it wasn't go fast. It was the tumbling UFO. The, was it the Tic Tac? No, the, um, the Tic Tac was, was a white cylindrical one. Uh, this is the oh, yeah. black shadow yeah. that tumbled through the air. Um, mm. 
base over apex, which is a polite way of saying arse over tit. Mm. Um, <laughs> base over apex. <laughs> base over apex. Head over heels. No, it's head over heels, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Mm. Um, arse over tit. Arse over tit. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a phrase you don't hear too much these days, isn't it? <laughs> it was a bustle over hairpin. Bustle over hairpin? I've never mm. heard that one. <laughs> Um, no it is intriguing that yeah so I can see if they're moving quickly yeah 15 kilometers Mm. a second is quickly it's going to be too fast for them to identify what it is if Mm. it is all missiles they're still going to be UFOs because they can't say definitively that it's missiles yeah um, and that's what that's what the Pentagon's going to be concerned with, isn't it? Let's just ascertain that these aren't some kind of advanced Russian weapon. That that's that's our, our interest begins and ends with that. Yeah. So that kind of raises the question: Then is this essentially a bit of a non-topic, a, a bit of a clickbait article? Um. I'm, I'm not saying that's to... critical, but just uh, curious. Um, I'm inclined to say probably yes. I mean, there's obviously technical detail in there. They've, that something's been spotted, something's been reported, but um, yeah, it's it's hard to say what it is. Uh, that they are interested in things in the sky that aren't to do with a war that they're fighting. Hmm. That. On, well, the, on their think, own soil, and and I think yeah, uh, let, I think it's fair to say we're in agreement on that. That you know this mm. is yeah, I I think it's a clickbait article uh, on behalf of the Metro, which mm. I get why they do it. Like you said, they've got to sell advertising space, and that's how they, that's how they manage. That's how they survive. Yeah, so I understand it. Um, but I think there are some interesting takeaways we can we can take from that within ufology. Hmm. One, I think, requires vigilance on the part of us as ufologists. When we see an article, when we um, when we read something, whether it's online or in a paper or whatever, is not necessarily to take it at face value. Hmm. I think that's that's a really important lesson for all of us and and one certainly i i need reminding of that on a very regular basis because i want Mm. to believe that's that's the thing i want it Mm. all to be true you know so you've got to be extra careful so yeah i'll tell you something which they know you want it to be true so they know you're going to be inclined to believe it and and maybe forget to be a bit critical absolutely confirmation bias and all that yeah yeah um Absolutely. So I think that's a that's a clear thing. But even yourself, as the skeptic, mm. you were drawn into it. I was drawn into it because um, I'm, I'm drawn into it, thinking, "How can this be explained away? Yeah, what could what could this be other than um, craft from another dimension or another planet?" Yeah, um, um, and the and. With a bit of scratching at the surface, I think we've we've got the answer. Yeah, uh, but I mean things, and of course, it, 
all sorts of things get reported in wars. I mean, there was the Foo Fighters in World War Two. There were the, Uf- the UFOs appeared over Roswell because that was a nuclear. Um, it was near a near a nuclear bomber base, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So you know, the, the, implying that um, extraterrestrials are, are taking an interest in our military technology and how we're progressing. Um, but but all all these stories come up. Do you, do you know about the the Phantom, the Angel of Mons? In the First World War, no. Um, a Welsh journalist at the beginning of the First World War, he was there at the or close by the Battle of Mons. He invented this story about how the ghosts of medieval knights appeared on the battlefield and fought alongside British soldiers and routed the German force. And um, he just made it up. Mm-hmm. But there were people actually coming up to him saying, oh, yes, my son was at Mons. And, uh, yes, he saw them. And he said, no, I made it up. <laughs> there weren't any, but, yeah. That's that's really interesting. And, yeah, yes, and I think how, how ufology is going to get a lot of that as well. Yes. I, I think so, yeah. Someone says they've seen something, and someone else is going to say, oh, yeah, I was there. I saw it too. Um, Absolutely. I think there's another. I think there's a couple more takeaways from this as well. Um, and staying on the sort of cynical side of the fence, I think we really need. I think as as ufologists, as as people interested in the extraterrestrial question, we need constant reminders of what UFO actually means hmm. and UAP. Yeah. It doesn't mean flying saucer. It does not mean extraterrestrial or extra-dimensional craft. It means we don't know what it is. Mm. That's it. It's unidentified. That's it. I could if, ch- if we knew it was a flying saucer, it would be an identified flying object. I could take might... my notes, my paper mm. notes. There you go, listeners, crinkling them for you. I could take my paper notes, I could roll them up into the ball, into a ball, I could chuck them out my window, and if somebody saw it out the corner of their eye but didn't recognise it as a ball of paper, that would be a UFO. Hmm. Technically. So, when we see in reports from newspapers and Twitter and online and wherever else that a UFO has been reported, it just means they don't know what it is. And yes, the UAP has replaced that, but it's exactly the same in that regard. Just well, UAP, means we don't know. A UAP is even vaguer, isn't it? They're saying we don't, we're not even sure that it's an object. It could just yeah. be a trick of the light. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think we re- need to be really careful. And, and it's become shorthand, and I see this on on UFO Twitter all the time. Where mm. And I've done it myself. Um, it sounds like I'm being critical. I'm absolutely not, because I've done this many, many times, mm. where you use UFO as a shorthand for flying saucer or extraterrestrial craft. Mm. No, that's that's not... In fact, if you know it's an extraterrestrial craft, it's not a UFO. Hmm. It's an IFO. It's an IFO, exactly. It's an (laughs) IAP. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I think we we really need to get in the mindset because there will be those who use this against ufology, Hmm. um, who use it to conflate or confuse 
And uh, yeah, we, we I think it would be really helpful for us to stop using UFO as a as a shorthand for flying saucer. Um, it's almost like that thing about lying, isn't it? That if you if you say if you claim that something is a you say that something is a UFO, and mm-hmm. and then someone identifies it, they'll say, "There you are! I've proved that all this UFO nonsense is bollocks. All these supposed sightings of alien craft—it's all nonsense because I've identified. You said this was a UFO, and I I can now tell you what that is. Exactly. I've therefore I've debunked the whole thing. But it's kind of like, yeah, I mean. Doug and Dave, let's um, mm. let's mention Doug and Dave, the old crop circle hoaxers. Mm. Um, yeah, they, because they came up and said, oh, yeah, we made them, the media just went, oh, that explains all of them across the world then. Mm. Case closed. They were made by these two blokes. <laughs> yeah, and ultimately people believe what they want to believe, don't they? So the, the, as we, we, you mentioned confirmation bias earlier, mm. that if people are suddenly told something that actually falls in with their beliefs, yeah, they're going to they're going to grab at it. Um, anyone working in intelligence will know that if you if you're trying to tell someone something, if your intelligence, your information differs wildly from what the person you're telling it to expected, they're not going to believe it. Mm. Um, and that's that's quite. I mean. Uh, Montgomery, General Montgomery did that at the Battle of Arnhem. He was told just before the British paratroopers dropped in on Arnhem that there was a an SS Panzer Division parked nearby. And he didn't want to hear it because, no, this, I've been planning this operation for months and <laughs> I wanted to go ahead. And anyway, what would an SS Panzer Division be doing there? Uh, the answer was they'd been taken out of the line for arrest. Um, General Westmoreland in Vietnam, when he was told um, a lot of these Viet Cong or they called them the National Liberation Front, um, guerrillas, um, they've moved and we they seem to have moved into the main urban centres, into Saigon and Huey, um, and they seem to be preparing for a massive offensive. And he didn't want to hear it because he'd been telling his bosses in Washington, we're winning this war, we've got the enemy on the run, it's <laughs> all, but, all but finished. I don't want to hear that they're about to launch a massive counterattack. Yeah. I see no um, ships. <laughs> I see no ships. Yeah, because I don't want them to. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't fit with what I convinced myself of. Doesn't fit my narrative. Yes. Yeah, and convinced my bosses of. I've yeah. got. I've got a lot of work convincing them of this, and now suddenly something comes up that doesn't fit. So uh, yeah, so it's yeah. going to be like that with UFOs. It, as you say, you, you you want to believe. Um, you have to be very careful about what you believe because someone can suddenly say, "Ha ha, fooled you." Uh, see, it's all nonsense. And um, if you don't want to believe, you could, you know, you'll, you'll find ways to just say no, no. I don't, don't. I'm not looking. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to see. It, it can't be that. It can't be. Yeah, yeah. You do get that very much on both sides of the fence. So an yeah. open mind. Do you know? What? I, I heard a phrase many years ago that the mind is like a parachute. If it's not open, it's not going to work. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, there's also that song from there's a song by was the, the band Magazine. Um, my mind ain't so open that anything can crawl right in. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, yes, that's similar to one <laughs> yeah. I've heard. Uh, if your mind is too open, everything's going to drop out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there, there is one final takeaway from this this article in the Metro that that I just want to touch on before we do. Um, go though hmm. is and and I think it's 
as someone who is, I, I see disclosure coming on the horizon and I'm hopeful mm. for it. I think the fact that they're using UFOs as their clickbait shows that there is in the general population uh, an increasing interest in the UFO phenomenon or UAP phenomenon. Phenomenon. I can't mm. even say it. Um, thingy that's going yeah. on. Um, and, and I think as we're getting videos being released by the Pentagon of, of strange craft that, you know, doing strange maneuvers that they can't explain and things like that. I think the general public are becoming more and more attuned, assimilated. They're, they're opening to the concept and the idea of extraterrestrial visitors, and I think that is paving the way for disclosure. And I think as we get closer, you're going to see more and more of these clickbait articles because it's on everybody's mind, and everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to hear about it. So I, I see that in a weird kind of way as a positive. I'll tell you what, I, what struck me as odd about the article um, I mean, I, although it's given away in this in this free paper that's given away at, at railway stations um, and tube stations, I, I saw it online. Um, mm. The fact that it was published on the fourteenth of September. Well, that was in the period yeah, b- between when the Queen died, the Queen of England died on the eighth of September, and her funeral wasn't until the nineteenth of September. That mm. pretty much. All the newspapers, all they were reporting on was matters to do with the royal family. The, the fact that anything else got published at all, let alone a story about scientists in Ukraine yeah. looking at UFOs. The, yeah, I, I picked up a copy of the, I think, I'm trying to remember what day it was. I picked up a copy of the Evening Standard on my way home from work because I like to do the crossword. And um, I looked inside, there was no crossword, there was nothing, there was no sports, there was no. Nothing about what's on the theatre. There's nothing about what's on telly. <laughs> Just every there were it, there weren't even any adverts which uh, which are used to you know, finance wow. the paper. Um, it was just all royal news. Every page was just full of articles about the Queen, and that that's the the density of the coverage we had. So for for something like this to come out just a week after the Queen's death, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a big that's my big takeaway from all this. That is very very telling indeed. So yeah, mm. so I think this is one. And do you know what? For a, for our final topic episode, we'll call it. Um, mm. For us to be on the same page, I think, is really, really nice. Yeah, a meeting of minds. Absolutely. (laughs) But what do you think, listeners? We always want to know what you think, and we will always continue wanting to know what you think. Let us know what you think about this topic or any of the topics that we've discussed throughout this entire series Um, We want to hear from you. You can contact us through Facebook and through Twitter by searching Aliens Explored. And the links, of course, are in the description as well. Or you can email us, aliensexplored at gmail.com. If you're one of our very, very select Patreon 
listeners, you'll already know this, but you've got access to our exclusive Discord server. And for the time being, nobody else is going to get access to that. So you can talk in privately about everyone else and they'll never get to hear. Not from me, anyway. Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> so, so tell us what you think. Don't make, don't make us come to you and hack your emails or hack your mobile phones to find out what you're thinking. <laughs> Offer this information up freely. What do we look like? The government... Um, but yeah, no, do do get into it just because we might be going sort of radio silent with it for a period of time with the episodes does not mean to say we we stop wanting to hear what you think. We and it, really, and it doesn't really mean do. it doesn't mean we've been visited by someone from the government who shut us down. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that. We, we knew we knew too much. We, we were I getting think, too close to the truth. I think any of our regular listeners know better than that. Yeah. <laughs> but and oh my goodness, this is gonna be the last time I get to say this, at least for the foreseeable future. Join us next time when we will be not discussing any specific topics, but we'll be looking back over the last 115 episodes and sharing our thoughts and maybe even... I know we're going to be recording in the morning. We won't be having a glass of anything to celebrate. (laughs) Well, I'd better not, anyway. Um, I'd better not. I'm going to work afterwards. (laughs) They they frown on that. Uh, we will be having a a good old chat about uh, what we've learned, what we've not learned, uh, what we expected, all the rest of all that good stuff in our final wrap-up episode. Say final for now. Never say never. Never say never. So do join us for that one. In the meantime, keep watching those news articles from free newspapers, from online from the rest of it and take it all with a pinch of salt and of course take with a big pinch of salt anything you see in the skies <laughs> take care for now bye bye aliens explored is a fecal films production in association with juicy falls music by darren mafucci and editing by Stu jackson Find us on Twitter or Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit us on aliensexplored.com.